We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'll never call off fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey, double sevens. No matter how many times, I'll never get tired of that reference. Hop Hall of Fame for dirt. We love you with a deep reverence. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Hi, I'm Kyrie Irving. And, and you're listening, listening to, to the Mavs Step, Step Back, Back Podcast. Podcast. They waiting on my fall off. I'll never call off. Fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey. Double sevens. No matter how many times, I'll never get tired of that reference. Hall of Fame for dirt. We love you with a deep reverence. Backcourt nasty. I wonder who gon' check him. Cuban did his thing when he went and got number 11. I still got his picture on my wall at 707. Feel synonymous with Kyrie, how we both train with aggression. Competition obsolete. Trying to breathe life into my dreams. I'm so tired of sleep. Still got some work from last season that was incomplete. So hungry for redemption. Thank my boys, that's my overheat. Like Luca with his three from him, my mic is prone to overheat. I pride myself the most. I'm 22 and my folks proud of me. I took the heart away since I was 10. It's no surprise to me. A step back mass blowing no, it's no surprise to me. And I'm speaking honestly. Seven. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mass Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. I was going to be joined by uh, my colleague, Grant Afseth, but he had uh, Mavs practice to go to today. And it was a late night last night, you know, with the Mavs having the dramatic finish that they did against the Brooklyn Nets and then followed that with, uh, you know, if you're keeping up with the with the World Series, <laughs> Adolis Garcia hits a uh, walk-off home run in game one of the World Series to uh, give the Rangers a 1-0 lead there. So it was a long night. Uh, we didn't uh, get this thing done early this morning like we had hoped to. So I'm coming on here. I'm giving you guys a brief recap of of what I saw. Uh, I've got my buddy Chance here. He, he says, hey. Uh, <laughs> but the Mavs, they are 2-0 and for the first time in a long time. It's, it's, it's something that we haven't seen a lot. You know, they, uh, the last 19 seasons, the Mavs have only started 2-0 and two times. Two times in the last 19 seasons, which is pretty crazy. Um, so, 
they're off to 2-0 start. They had a 125-120 win over the Brooklyn Nets. There was a lot of storylines going into it. You know, Kyrie Irving playing his old team. Would he have a, a revenge game? I personally thought he would, but it just wasn't in the cards. He struggled shooting from the field again uh, and only ended up with 17 points. So uh, Kyrie is still off to a slow start. Uh, he started off slow in that San Antonio season opener too. Luca, on the other hand, has started off exactly how he did last season at a, at an historic pace. Uh, you know, after having a 30-point triple-double in the season opener, he poured in 49 points against the Nets on Friday night. And if you were watching it, you saw how it happened, you know, at the end, how he got his 49 points because – the Mavs and Nets were tied at 120 with less than 30 seconds remaining in the game. You know, it's it's now or never for the Mavs. And uh, Royce O'Neal and Dorian Finney-Smith were doing a great job on Luka on the perimeter. And uh, when Royce O'Neal or Luka got the screen and so Royce O'Neal was off of him and it, there it was, former teammate Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh, guarding Luka on what was, you know, do or die time for the Mavs. And he had him pinned on the sideline, and Luca threw up with his right hand just a one-handed, almost looked like a hook shot, like as he was going out of bounds. And he banked it in, and the crowd went nuts. The, uh, you know, the the bench went nuts. Mark Cuban's going crazy on the sideline. Uh, Dalton Trigg is screaming from his couch. <laughs> so, uh, just just a lot going on there. It, it was it was crazy. It's something that we shouldn't be surprised about at this point. Honestly, we we see it so often from Luca, and you know even after the game, Dorian Finney-Smith said something about, uh, you know, there's no way he called bank on that. But uh, you know, Luca said no, no, I did. That I, we actually practiced that. I practiced that. Go ask Daryl Armstrong. <laughs> so uh, he got that bucket. The Mavs were able to hold on. Josh Green tacked on a couple of free throws there at the end, and the Mavs come away with a 125-120 uh, win over the Nets. So 2-0, great start. Uh, the next matchup is going to be on Monday, so they have the rest of this weekend off, get to rest up, and then they'll take on the Memphis Grizzlies in Memphis on Monday. And the Grizzlies, they don't have John Morant. They don't have Steven Adams. Uh, they're going to be playing their third game in four nights by the time that game rolls around, with the Mavs having a bunch of rest, uh, you know, to, before they play it. So there's a very good chance this team could be 3-0 and by the end of Monday night. Now, the defense is still an issue. You know, obviously you gave up 119 points in the first game gave up 120 in the second game. So defense is still a work in progress. But, you know, we have seen moments where the defense is clicking and they're able to get stops when they need them. You know, Luca specifically, especially last night, he was locked in. I don't know what it is about going up against uh, Mikael Bridges, but that, that seems to bring out the best in Luca. We saw him body up Mikael Bridges during that, uh, that Mavs Suns uh, 2022 second round playoff series and that's what he looked like defensively against Bridges last night too so you know when he wants to when he's locked in 
you know, and he's he's paying attention to detail on the defensive end. Luca is an okay defender. I mean, you know, he he's got what it takes to uh, to get it done on that end of the floor. He just has to be committed and he has to stay focused. And you know, part of it is not letting the officials get to him. I mean, yeah, there's been a few times early on this season where he has, um, you know, he, there's been a few times where he has complained to the refs. That's going to be part of his game. That's just who he is. He's passionate. Uh, he's going to complain if he doesn't get a call. But it hasn't been as much so far. This Like, he hasn't gone overboard. He hasn't gotten a technical yet, which is a great sign for the Mavs going forward. And because of him, you know, not talking as much and instead just getting back and uh, playing defense, he is better for it. And, you know, I mentioned he likes going hard against uh, Mikhail Bridges. It's kind of the same way against Ben Simmons, you know, because uh, Ben Simmons used to try to try to punk Luca in his early years. Uh, when Simmons was still with the Philadelphia 76ers. And he, he did he did lock him down a few times. Uh, so I think Luca remembers that every time he goes against Ben Simmons. And, you know, last night Simmons was trying to be extra physical with Luca and try to get under his skin a little bit. And Luca would just take it, you know, do several combination dribble moves, hit a three over Simmons, and then Simmons just turns his back to Luca because he knew what was coming. Uh, the celebration that Luca pointed toward <laughs> toward Simmons, and Simmons just he didn't even look at him because he knew what was going to happen after after Luca hit hit the shot. But stuff like that happened all throughout the night. Luca is just incredible. He started off last season the same way, you know. Uh, that record with Wilt Chamberlain and the most consecutive 30 point games to start a season. Um, and I mean, he's, he's looking like he's going to be doing it again. Uh, it's a little bit different this time around though, because one, the Mavs have better talent overall on the roster, not saying it's a complete roster, but you know, they do have more talent than what they did last year. It's just a fact, you know, Derek Lively, uh, he got his first career start last night after not starting in the first game, he played 31 minutes in San Antonio and had a 16.10 rebound double-double, uh, and he shot 7 of 8 from the field in that game. But uh, in his first start last night, he had uh, 9 points and just 2 rebounds, and he only played 17 minutes. And Coach Jason Kidd's uh, explanation for that was that you know, the Nets didn't have Nick Claxton, so they played a lot of small ball. And so that was his explanation for it, that they played small ball, and so therefore Lively didn't play a lot. But I personally would argue that, you know, if you're going to play small ball, you might as well have Lively out there instead of Powell. <laughs> so, and I mean, look, credit to Powell. He came in last night after getting a, a DMP in the season opener, and he played pretty well. But, you know, I just I think you got to stick with Lively in your best lineups uh, as much as possible. Play Luca and Lively together and you're going to get a lot more production out of your uh, I mean, the offensive production is going to be there regardless. But I think you get more production out of your defense and, you know, not probably won't end up giving up 120 points a game if you put your your, your best players together for longer stretches. So 
Uh, we'll see how it goes. Lively, he's still learning. He's still raw, uh, but he's got great poise. He's got great talent. And he's got, you know, great size. That's the biggest thing. You know, he's seven one, has a seven seven wingspan. He's put on some muscle over the off season. He's still got a long way to go uh, from a physical at uh, physical physical standpoint. Sorry, um, but he's getting there. And Tyson Chandler's mentoring him. And the longer he stays in the NBA locker room. NBA locker room, weight room, he is going to be a monster going forward. So super excited for Lively. You know, Grant Williams, he didn't have a great offensive night last night, uh, but he still, you know, rebounds the ball well and plays physical on defense. Um, you know, Josh Green, he had some, un I wouldn't say uncharacteristic, because he has some turnovers where he jumps in the air and kind of gets caught and, doesn't do the right thing with the basketball, but uh, there were a lot of them last night. Like that, there were more than than what you'd want to see from Josh Green. And guys, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the sleeper app, and we'll be right back. Think you know basketball? Then try to turn your basketball knowledge into real money with the sleeper app, the ultimate fantasy sports app that can turn game day into payday. Just download the sleeper app and pick more or less on your favorite players. With more stats than any other daily fantasy app, just choose two or more of your favorite players from pregame or live. Pick more or less from the predicted stats, and you could win up to 100 times your money if your picks win. Use promo code STEPBACK, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. I'm using the Sleeper app. And tonight, even though the Mavs aren't playing, I am taking Anthony Edwards over for points. Uh, he's listed as 25.5 points on the over-under. I'm taking the over. They're playing the Miami Heat. Miami Heat are on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. Anthony Edwards is a stud. He's a rising star. I think he will have uh, no issues getting that 25.5 points unless it's just, you know, a blowout and he doesn't play very many minutes. So, uh, I definitely think he's going to hit the over there. Uh, Jalen Duran uh, for the Detroit Pistons playing against the Chicago Bulls tonight. I think uh, his over-under of 12.5 assists plus rebounds, I'm going to take the under on that uh, just because, you know, the ever since opening night uh, when Chicago lost and they had that team meeting, they bounced back with a big win. Vucevic and uh, – Andre Drummond, I think they'll do enough to keep uh, Duran from hitting the over on that assist plus rebound total there. Say what you want about Andre Drummond. He is one of the best rebounders in this league, even though he's, you know, a veteran minimum player now. Uh, doesn't really, he's not really a superstar. So, uh, I mean, I get that, but he's a massive rebounder. And although Duran is very good he's still very young and has a long way to go so uh that's my reasoning for that i think the combination of drummond and vucevic i think will keep Duran from hitting the over on that uh the other one washington wizards playing the memphis grizzlies tonight this is my third pick of the night jordan Poole over under 23.5 points i'm taking the over uh, Memphis, you know, they don't have John Morant. They don't have Steven Adams. They're, they haven't won a game yet. 
Uh, and I think that continues tonight. I think the Wizards get the win, and I think Poole has a big scoring night. I think he definitely hits the, the over on that. So those are my picks on the Sleeper app. Be sure to go download it. And again, use code STEPBACK, all capital letters, all one word, and your first $100 deposit will be matched. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Uh, coming off of that that three-year extension. So before the game or when the game started, I was like, you know, I just I just don't see what Jason Kidd is seeing in starting Derrick Jones Jr. over Josh Green. And then Josh Green goes out there and, you know, has the, the bad turnovers that he did. And I was like, oh, okay, well, he's not helping himself any there. So. <laughs> and also, I have to mention this too, The la- after the last game, the San Antonio game, you know, I I raved about how, for once, the Mavs had uh, a more traditional or a what's the word a more acceptable NBA box score where you know Luca was the leader with the thirty three point triple double, and then you had Kyrie with twenty two as the co star, and then you had several people after him with you know seventeen, fifteen, twelve, you know stuff like that. So. That was great to see in the first game, and then the second game, it's like, oh, we're back to the old man, <laughs> Luca, Luca having to pour out fifty to have the Mavs squeak out a five-point win at home over the Nets. So it is what it is. I mean, it's going to happen at some point, some points throughout the season because Luca's just too good for it not to happen. But you know, if uh, 
one thing that I really liked about last night, like I know the Nets aren't world beaters by any means, and they had Nick Claxton out, but for them to hit 23 pointers, they were 20 of 42 on threes. Uh, they had, I think, seven or eight more threes than the Mavs did. For the Mavs to still win that game says something about this team, in my opinion. I, I think that's, I think that's a good sign for the rest of this year, that they were able to overcome, you know, the the Nets quite literally scorching the nets no pun intended but they did uh especially Royce O'Neal uh in the fourth quarter he just couldn't miss uh Cam Thomas is amazing he couldn't miss anything inside the the three-point line um but yeah I mean I for them to overcome that and to still get the win and for Luca to put on his Luca magic show like he always does and the vibes are just really good. They're really good. I mean, Luca overexerted himself last year, and it cost him later in the season. Last night wasn't one of those Luca games where you know it felt like he overexerted himself. Uh, the three point shot was going, so that helped. Obviously, he had a career high nine three point makes against Brooklyn. So when that three ball is going, that helps, and it, it's like okay, well he scored you know, 49 points, but it's not like he was, uh, you know, just abusing people in the paint all night long either and, you know, getting bodied and uh, having a physical toll on him. So that was good to see. You know, most of it came from the uh, from the three-point line, and, you know, hopefully that can continue going on into the rest of this season. If that three-pointer is falling, the Mavs are going to be a top-four team <laughs> in the West. And they're going to get back to the playoffs, and they're going to make some real noise. So, um, you know, I'm really excited to see where it goes from here, y'all. You know, we always talk about it every year. You want them to get off to a good start so later in the season you're not playing from behind and having to worry about where you're at in the standings and all that stuff. And if you build enough of a lead in the win-loss column, you can potentially rest your guys – when you get closer to the postseason and be fresh uh, when that time comes around. So we'll see. It's very early. You know, I, I'm not saying the Mavs are going to go 82-0, and 0, even though they're on pace for it. Uh, but it's very good, in my opinion, to have a, a 2-0 and 0 record. And the vibes are vibing, as they say. Uh, Luca's happy. And look, Kyrie has not yet to get going. He has... He is still struggling. Like, he is really struggling shooting. So, once he figures it out, once he knocks off the rust and gets, you know, in the mix of this, uh, you're probably going to sprinkle in some blowout wins here with how Luca's playing, too. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. Kyrie Irving has yet to make his breakout. I thought it would be against the Nets. I was wrong there. Uh, but, you know, I do think it's coming. I think he is too talented of a player to stay in the shooting slump that he's been in. I think it's just a matter of he didn't play in most of the preseason. He has has to knock off the rust. He'll be fine going forward. So we'll see. I, I mentioned it on the last pod, but I think there is a very, very real chance if, if the trend stays how it's going with how guys are playing, especially Luca, and the way the schedule's set up, there's a very real chance this team could be like nine and one after 10 games. 
So, uh, now obviously they got to take care of business. You you can't lose to I mean, even even though it's on the road, you can't lose to a Memphis Grizzlies team that's playing its third game in four nights, uh, and you've had multiple days of rest. So, uh, and they don't have John Morant or Stephen Adams. So. They got to get that one in Memphis on Monday to go to three and zero, and then, like I said, you know, the only game uh, for the rest of the first ten that I think is going to be really, really tough for the Mavs is uh, the one they play in Denver uh, because they do play at the Nuggets during this stretch, and that's tough for anybody. And they won there last year, but you know, it's it's tough. It's really really tough so we'll uh we'll see how it goes there but i do think there is a real chance for a one uh 10 and one record nine and one record after these first 10 games so guys look i appreciate y'all coming in to listen to me rant a little bit after that uh thrilling win against the net it was crazy it's probably one of the greatest if not the greatest uh sports nights in df w history like it was crazy like it was unreal luca had his magical moment and the mavs won and as soon as that game ended it started the the ninth inning the bottom of the ninth inning for the the rangers almost immediately after that and they were down to the diamondbacks five to three in the bottom of the ninth and Corey seager hit a two-run bomb uh to tie it and then it went into extra innings. And then in the bottom of the 11th, Adolis Garcia hit a solo shot to end it. Uh, and, you know, Luca was asked about who his favorite Rangers player was in practice a few days ago. And he said Adolis Garcia. So it's very fitting that we had that Luca game winner, crazy game winner, one-handed three, uh, followed by Adolis Garcia's uh, game-winning solo shot in game one of the World Series. So... That was really cool. But, guys, look, I appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your weekend. We will be back on here probably, if not Monday, Tuesday for sure. But uh, I think since the game is Monday, we're going to have a lot of game content up on DallasBasketball.com before and after the game. So it's probably going to be Tuesday morning. But uh, we'll come back on, and I'll have uh, my guy Drew Johnson on with me on Tuesday morning. And we're going to recap what happens in that uh, Grizzlies-Mavs game. So, guys, appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your day. Be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe, especially on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. We have been blowing it up since the offseason. Appreciate you guys. We are up to, I think, like 11,400 subscribers on YouTube. So, uh, I love you guys. Can't thank you enough. Let's keep it going. We'll see you next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire.
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.